episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast, we're going to get into Andre Chikatilo. The mad Ukrainian slash Russian slash white dude killing. And this is going to be part one of a part two or three or seven series. Because this guy was a very prolific killer. He killed a lot of people. And he's fucked up. His childhood's fucked. Everything's fucked. It's all going shit. So hide your kids. Hide your wife. Because he's coming with a knife. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to season two of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jimbo! And Jay Bone. Oh, Chickatello. Yes. Ooh, man, well, let's go ahead and cover. Uh, I, I realized yesterday that we didn't even talk about what happened to. BTK or John Wayne Gacy in the end. Because we ran out of time. Yeah, so we talked about all the crazy shit and everything, so I figured we could, you know, go ahead and uh, touch on the convictions and everything like that. So if you want, I'll start, and then you can. All right, so old BTK, you know, Dennis Rader, he got 10 consecutive life terms in prison for a minimum of 175 years without the possibility of parole. There we go. That was, that was his fucking... Done. Um, John Wayne Gacy, on the morning of... Well, I don't... Let's see. Uh, Alright, John Wayne Gacy... The jury deliberated for less than two hours and found Gacy guilty of 33 charges of murder. He was also found guilty of sexual assault and taking indecent liberties with a child, both convictions in reference to a victim named Robert Piest. At the time, his conviction for 33 murders was most for which any person in U.S. history had been convicted. Uh, sentencing, jury deliberated for more than two hours before sentencing Gacy to death for each murder. So he mm. got 33 death sentences. Uh, his execution was set for June 2nd, 1980. Uh, he was on death row for 14 years. And I guess he had a couple of appeals. And on the morning of May 9th, 1994, Gacy was transferred to Stateville Correctional Center in Crest Hill to be executed. And he had a private picnic with his family. For his last meal, he had a bucket of KFC. <laughs> a dozen fried shrimp, french fried, fresh strawberries, and a Diet Coke. Because he worked there. I wish he had a Diet Pepsi. He had I'd the feel same. feel better about that. It probably was a Diet Pepsi because KFC does Pepsi products. BT Dubs, this uh, episode is brought to you by KFC and Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, his ex, uh, blah, blah, blah. So he had a couple problems. His execution, at his execution, his, some tube got blocked. I guess to deliver the, the he was lethally injected so they changed the tube and they reopened the blinds because you know that people sit in there and watch it and his execution took 18 minutes 
Anesthesiologists blame the problem on prison officials' inexperience at conducting an execution. Mm. So fuck. They said it never would have occurred, but they weren't they weren't good at it. Uh, blah blah blah. So trying to crack this. Yeah. Uh, so he was fucking. Yeah, his death was confirmed at 12:58 a.m. on Monday, May 10th. God damn, he's in there all fucking till one o'clock in the morning. Cheers, bud. Cheers, bud. Cheers, knuckleheads. Everywhere. Some drink, knuckleheads. Okay. So check this out real quick. He was confirmed dead at 12:58. His brain was removed. It is in the possession of Helen Morrison, a witness for the defense at Gacy's trial. Mm -hmm. Huh. If that's the same Helen Morrison that was the daughter, she interviewed him for over 600 hours. Damn. Yeah, I read that somewhere in there too. But anyways, it's got fucking... His body was cremated. There you go. Hell yeah. Deader than shit. As of 1994. Brain removed, fucking burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Now... This Andre next psychopath. Chicatello. This might be. Alright. So I was talking with old J Bone before this episode. I think we need to put out an actual, like, warning to people. You know, because Andre Chicatello was a fucked up individual. And that's saying from BTK, from John Wayne Gacy, all these other shits. We haven't done this. Robert Chicatello. Yeah, that's this, the this Russian Ripper. This is a dark, dark road to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to get off the serial killer kick after this one, but this one's going to take you places. Um, it's a definite greasy road to travel. It is. It's a slippery slope. Ooh. So we're going to make this one a two, yeah. two-parter? Yeah, well, this will probably turn into our first two-part episode. He's got so much going on in his childhood and his younger years and all that kind of stuff that, I don't know, I, I, it's hard to cover these guys an hour anyways, like we've already talked about, yeah. but this guy, this is a complicated, convoluted, confused, corn, liquor, drinking, I don't know. Cause I, well, I feel like with Gacy, you can kind of sum up his childhood by his, his dad was a piece of shit. Yeah. He called him a loser all the time, you know. Called him gay. And then just kind of move on from it. Right. This guy, like, his childhood was so much more in-depth. Like, the more I was leaning into it and listening to it and everything, like, it makes me wonder, you know, I was talking to you about this out there, but it makes me wonder about these, you know, serial killers and being a product of their environment, yeah. you know? Because uh, that dude was brought up during... The USSR and when yeah. a product of the Soviet Union was what some people said that he was yeah. like the example of a bad product of the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. So he had, I mean, he had a just real quick. He had a couple of different nicknames. So I mean, one of them was the Rostov Ripper and the Butcher of Rostov because he, he committed his murders in a place called Rostov Oblast of the Russian SFSR. So. I think what I heard was it was right. It was like the absolute border between Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because his name, his name is like translated a bunch of times. You know, for Ukrainian, Russian, blah blah. So. But it's yeah. just crazy, man. Because like, so this was right during when Stalin was like 
putting all the you know you got to give us all your food you got to yeah, fucking yeah. i can't remember what they called that but the farming yeah it was like the whole farming kind of howling thing. war i think it was called something like that but basically even these peasants that had like small farms they mm-hmm. weren't allowed to keep their grain and all that shit like everything that they grew went to stalin you know like yeah to divvy out to people and whatnot but one thing ernie that i heard that i hadn't heard before is they were allowed to have their own garden as well but it had to be like essentially like a shoebox, you right. know to feed themselves so it was so bad that like they were having to boil grass and leaves and twigs and shit to yeah. be able to survive i was like jesus christ like you got people that complain about living off bread and water these motherfuckers were living off like sticks and grass and grass and sticks like fucking animals meltdowns of snow yeah yeah. And then in his, his childhood, like, his mom constantly told him that, uh, growing up, that his brother was kidnapped by their neighbors yep. and eaten. Yeah. Like, cannibalized by the neighbors. So I was like, Jesus Christ, can you imagine yeah. growing up next to a family and being like, y'all ate my brother, you know? I don't think anybody, like, listening to this alive today can imagine, like... I don't think so. Every night when you lay down to go to sleep... If say if you knew it's like if that it was never like actually established that happened is what I what I read that they never really like proved that that happened it was something he said that his brother was eaten by the neighbors like I read that I read that in what I'm reading and I heard that too with what I was listening to yeah but anyhow even, I mean it's a fucked up thing to tell your kid if, if you're the mom if you're like, eating <laughs> grass and sticks like yeah. hunger will drive people to do crazy shit. Yeah. So there's a chubby little that, Russian kid next door. Yeah, that's not that far off. Like, yeah. you know what's looking good? We haven't had steak in a minute, you know? Yeah. So they just go over there, kidnap the kid, fucking, oh, well, we just came across pork loin today, kids. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is awesome. Yeah, but he said uh, he said he didn't eat bread until he was 12 years old. That's crazy. Never had bread. But his brother, it was uh, S-T-E-P-A-N, so I don't know if that was Stepan. Stepan. Stepan Touchett. Stepan Wolf. Stepping, so and then he said his Get mom told stepping. him that it was four. He was four years old when he was cannibalized. So it's uh, crazy, but and that started to like shape his mind, you know, because yeah. kids are so vulnerable to outside interference. And we talk about all these serial killers that got shaped in a young age, you know. Yeah, getting told that your brother was eaten by your neighbors. It doesn't matter if that's been proven or not. If your parents tell you that, that is 1,000% fact. Well, I was just about to say, like, if your mother would tell you that, then she's got some fucking screws loose, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so, also, like, I guess we can just ping-pong back and forth with his childhood. But uh, he stayed in the same room with his mom. Yep. And he had a very bad problem with, like, wetting the bed and stuff. So. Every time he would wet the bed, though, his mom would, like, beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. And, you know, yell at him and whatever. He's the dick skin guy I told you about, too. I don't know if you came across that or not. That when he peed oh, in the bed, yeah. his mother would stretch out his foreskin and so smack, this it, is smack a, it with a bamboo stick. 
It's crazy. It's in it's in there. You gotta dig pretty far to find that because it's not just like I think it's not just it's not gonna be in a YouTube video probably. I don't know. I, some of them get pretty dark, but <laughs> what I was listening to went way off the rails and the shit. I was like, so, oh my god. But even if that's like, I don't know if that came from him. I think it probably was something he told them happened. That's pretty creative if you're trying to tell somebody how your mother whipped you for peeing in the bed. Like, like I think if I was a kid and I was trying to make it sound as bad as I could, I'd be like, she kicked me in the balls, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be able to say, she stretched out my dick skin and whipped it with a stick. You know, yeah. like... <laughs> They'd be like, what? Yeah. Sorry. Because I'd never heard... I had, I had, like, I'd never heard that until I heard about this guy. Yeah. Like, I remember in that, uh, the Red Dragon movie, remember that one from, it was like, kind of like Silence of the Lambs, but it was just I think so, before, yeah. I think it was before Silence of the Lambs, yeah, it was before Silence of the Lambs, but the, the, the guy that was the killer, his, his grandmother or mother, I can't remember, but he has a, he has a moment where he has kind of a flashback where he's saying that the beast wants him to kill the girl or whatever, and you can hear her, she's like, that dirty little thing, she's like, stretch it out and I'll cut it off, you know, like, some. I don't remember if it was actually said in that movie that she was talking about like holding the scissors on his dick like she was going to cut it off you know, like, threatening him stretch it out dirty little thing see which is crazy like this this guy you know he he went through so much and his first like love you know his first love interest mm -hmm. he was put together with this girl in school or whatever Ernie. And he never... Not Ernie, I was burping, sorry. He ne yeah. <laughs> the girl's name was not Ernie. Um, he had love interest and everything, and then they, he didn't quite have the, the balls, per se, to go ask her out. Like, he was scared of women, rightly so, because of his mom being a fucking crazy bitch. And he never quite made that step into, like all right, hey, will you go out with me? Even though it was just him and her, they were paired up for, like, the the school newspaper or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, that's when he was 17. That was his first crush, and her name was Lilia Barisheva. Lilia Barisheva. So if we butcher these names, it's because neither Jimbo nor I are Russian. Yeah. Lilia Barisheva. Lilia Barisheva. <laughs> but, uh... So, yeah, that happened. Now... From what I understand, that's how his first sexual assault came about. So, what I have is different, but okay, finish your thought if you want. Yeah, well, then you can bounce it back. Um, so, what had happened was, mm -hmm. is his sister had a friend okay, that he yeah. brought over. She was eleven years yep. old, and he took out all of his frustration because he couldn't quite get up the nerve to ask the, his love interest out Right, that he took it all out on his little sister's friend and he wasn't able to quite get it up he had chronic, chronic impotent, impotence impotence yeah. so, impotence impotence yeah, yeah, yeah he had chronic impotence yeah. correct. so he couldn't get hard yeah. you know he couldn't walk hard as the yeah. song says old Dewey Cox old Dewey Cox but uh so he couldn't walk hard, so he had to, like, what did he do, stab her? Yeah, well, the 11-year-old girl, what I, what I found was that uh, they, were, they were wrestling, like you said, he was, you know, taking out some frustration or whatever. 
And when she struggled to get away, the white stuff came out. And it was the struggle. Like, it was yeah. Uh, it, was, it was like the flight, the fear, and the flight thing. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think he stabbed her though, because that was when he was, he was, but that was when he was seventeen. Yeah. If you're seventeen and wrestling an eleven-year-old girl, there's probably some other stuff to be said and talked about too. In my house, at least. Well, I mean, this <laughs> this guy's entire life is yeah. something that yeah, needs yeah, yeah. to be talked about. Like, if you meet anybody that has had any of these fucking... <laughs> oh, we, we, we totally skipped over his sister's birth, though. Remember that? Yeah. We, completely met, we went right up. We skipped over Woo. it. So, uh, his his dad was conscripted into the, the Russian military. Yeah, which right? is drafted. Drafted, yeah. Well... But there's a lot of countries that still do conscription where you have to do two years of military service after high school. This that's was, still called conscription, but it's not. I don't think that's what happened here. Well, this was during the war. So right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Yes, I'm agreeing with you. He was drafted, Yeah. but they called it conscripted. Anyways, yeah, he was, we'll say drafted for the sake of understanding, clarity. Yeah, he was drafted in the Army in 1941. And then... His sister was born um, in 1943. Oh, shit! <laughs> and uh, his dad, I think, came back in 1944. So the math didn't quite work out. Yeah. So here comes the gory details. He shared a one room. He shared a bed with his mother that we talked about, one, mm -hmm. one room. And Germans were uh well Germans were just raping the shit out of Ukrainians back then I guess so but she was uh she, they assumed that he may have seen his mother get raped by a German soldier because if she got raped in her house and it's a one room and she got raped in her bed that was probably like I think that rape is horrible on any front yeah but like raping somebody in a pissy bed is probably even worse what well, in front of their kids. Come on, like you, <laughs> you're leaving out the most important detail here. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rape is bad. Raping in a pissy bed is bad. Raping in a pissy bed in front of the kids is it's horrible. So, so I think we need to like we need to look into this German soldier because that was that his thing, you know? Like he was into pee fetish and you know, like there's because the kid was probably peeing in the bed while his mom was getting raped. We need to move on. We're just we're, we're beating this into the ground. Yeah. So. Yeah, too much. So, anyways, yeah, he he probably saw his mom get raped, which was, which would be terrible for any child, obviously. And he was only how old was he? Uh, fuck, I don't even know how old he was. He was small. I mean, when... so he was. So hold on, just real quick. He was born in 1936. His mother was raped in 1943, 42, 43. So, so not eight. even yeah, not even ten years old, and yeah. watched your mom get raped yeah. like. And then being like, oh, well, dad's not home, and now I have a sister. That's, yeah. that's where, a lot to take in. Yeah. Mom, where did babies come from? Yeah. German soldiers. So. <laughs> that was a terrible joke, but. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But yeah, like, you know, I mean, she, Tatiana was his sister's name. That's what they named her, Tatiana, which is ironic because he ended up dating and or marrying like three or four girls named Tatiana along the way. Mm. So I don't know if there was some like obsession with that name somewhere because you know 
like I don't know what they don't say why her mother named her Tatiana or any of that stuff but well they say something weird about psychology is they say that most men most straight men that get married marry their mother so the closest thing you can find to your mom you'll find that attractiveness because it's familiar familiarity familiar familiarity come on little guy familiarity <laughs> familiarity yeah that that's how you say it close enough yeah. fuck it but uh <clears throat> so it's like familiar to you mm-hmm. so you're like oh i like this i can get used to this because you've already been used to similar to that so I mean, yeah i get that a lot of traits that you can find in your spouse yeah you can usually find exactly in your mother yeah. so it's I, I mean i could kind of vouch for some of that with my wife yeah you know my um, mom no matter what she what job she had or how hard she worked whatever she came home and made dinner every night it yeah. didn't matter she was gonna cook something and my wife's the same way like she's not gonna send anybody to bed on a bowl of cereal you yeah. know what i mean like longhorns yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> For you that don't know, I had a Longhorn steak for the first time in two or three months and got nothing but shit about spending money on a Longhorn <laughs> steak, you know. But, but yeah, so, but I, I mean, I can relate to that. That was one of the things when I started dating my wife that I really liked about her was that we didn't go out to eat all the time. She would invite me to her place and she would cook dinner. Familiar. Right. See, that's what I was saying. She looks nothing like my mother, but, you know. What color? The, We're not going down this road <laughs> about the familiarity type thing. We're just going to keep moving. You can start going through, like, they've got all sorts of, like, graphs and stuff. Like, oh, how, I'm sure they do. How tall they are, the color of their hair, the color of their eyes, like, the structure of their face. They go through all this shit to where everything a lot of you it just will name, line up. Everything you just named is opposite between my mother and my wife. Well, there you go. Brown hair, blonde hair. That's why I said most men, not Green all eyes, men. blue eyes. Anyways, anyways. I feel like that's I feel like that's like shaky ground. If we keep talking like that about that, it's gonna start like you know, it's gonna start going off into like watching your parents bang. Remember that conversation that was terrible. Um. <laughs> so uh. Anyways, where were we? His sister was probably the result of rape, and his sister actually said later on that in spite of the hardships endured by her parents, her father was a very kind man, and her mother was very harsh and unforgiving towards her children. Obviously, if she's whipping his dick with a stick, that yeah. she was pretty harsh and unforforgiving. So, yeah, I guess, I, got, I mean, you gotta give a few props to his dad for that, I guess, coming home to find a, a kid that you absolutely, positively, 100% know is not yours. And still, Virgin Mary style. Yeah, and still, I never heard of that one, but still, <laughs> still raising that child as your daughter. I mean, that's gotta be, that had to be rough, you know? The for story of the Virgin Mary, dude. Yeah, I'm sure that's what she told him. Yeah. Visited fucking angels came down. Fucking. That was visited by Jesus. Hey. I mean, Mary. That well, old, that, that angel had a daggum swastika on his yeah. head, didn't he? Yeah. Jesus wears a gray uniform and an armband. <laughs> Speaks German. So. Kills lots of people. You know, that one. Yeah. So, so that happened. He started going to school. He was kind of, you know. He was wearing like homemade clothes and had a pot belly because he was starving. I read that he used to faint a lot in school yeah. and at home because he was Extended starving. Belly and yeah, he was really short because of malnutrition yeah. and yeah, yeah. which so, would happen if you ate nothing but grass, rocks, and sticks. So yeah, but 
Uh, despite all that, he developed a passion for reading and memorizing data, or data, however you want to say it. And uh, he actually, by his teens, he was a model student. He was a pretty pretty astute guy. I mean, if we're talking about this guy, like, he's, like, coming up and making the world a better place, you know? Yeah. Just wait. It, I mean... Just you wait. It's like that uh, old saying, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. Yeah. You know, this guy was the opposite. Yeah. His... Uh, very meek and mild person in the beginning yeah and uh he's like well if i'm gonna be broken and eat grass every day might as well be smart might as well be smart as shit yeah. so that's what he did yeah sure just so, like the rest of our serial killers smart as fuck yeah i don't know if they ever did a an iq test on this guy i don't i don't think so i don't think so either yeah so um he was he was a, a communist like hardcore communist i guess which is so that's a point that's crazy to me because you've seen what communism has done to your country yeah to your family yeah to you like you can look down and look at your extended belly from malnutrition and you can look in the mirror and be like man i am short as fuck mm -hmm. i'm skinny got this extended belly all this is due to communism you know what communism's the shit <laughs> Like, I love communism. This is the shit. You know what? Everybody should live like me. That's crazy. That's that fucking Munchauser. No, not Munchausers. Uh, mm, um, I don't know. Where you get like Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. That is Stockholm syndrome to the max, right there. But towards the government. Yeah, like, like being a Democrat. Uh, you know. So weirdo. Uh, yeah, but so by the time he was 14, he was chairman of the People's Communist Party. So he was he was all in on the communism. And then uh, he 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 uh, organized street marches. And he said that he that learning didn't come easy to him due to headaches and poor memory, which you know kind of goes against him saying they like to memorize things earlier. But uh, he was at, this says he was the only student from his collective farm. Which I guess that would have been like, I guess like a collective farm would have been several families running one communist yeah. farm probably. I haven't studied a lot of communism. And, but he was the only one that, that graduated with excellent grades. So, mm -hmm. again, all these guys seem to have like a tick for being kind of smart or at least studious. But, so he graduated in 1954. So, young man Chikatilo was released into the world. And he went on to do great things in the world. He went on to MSU, <laughs> Moscow State University. Yeah, the MSU. Hammers MSU. Sickle. MSU. Yeah. Where he was a football state champion and won a Heisman. Yeah. Nope, made that up. He. <laughs> it's he, on Wikipedia. He passed the. Don't you can't give away the sources. I mean, <laughs> half of this is lies, so that means everything I say is a lie. But so he. The, so. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> he, uh, anyways, said he got good scores, but his grades were not deemed good enough for acceptance. What the fuck is going on here? We're going all over the place. Whatever. He, he blamed it that his father had a tainted war record why he didn't get to go to college. So, basically, this guy, I mean, all right, let, let's stop reading the script. We'll, we'll go off script for a minute. What we've gathered so far... Are you is want to this, recap? Yeah, this guy has had a shit childhood. He's done one sexual assault. He's yeah. tried to get into university. 
he couldn't at first, I believe. Didn't he get into university after uh, that? Because he did become a teacher. Yeah, he went to another city and got in a university. Yeah. So A vocational school. And he's already sexually assaulted somebody, but it I went... Don't, I don't know if that was I don't know if that was considered a sexual assault though with the eleven year old girl, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I thought he assaulted I think, her. I don't think he was charged for it, like he just jumped her, you know what I mean? Like he just wanted to less wrestle. Oh, okay. That's what my notes say. Well, I might be thinking about another eleven year old that he fucked. I don't know. Cause he he did a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, he, he, he went to the vocational school to be a communications technician. So, and that, that's where he had his first serious relationship with a girl two years younger than him. And uh, he couldn't bang her because he was impotent. Mm -hmm. So, couldn't get it up. And after, you know, it says 18 months. So after a while, she just broke up with him. You know, like, you can't give her the rod. She can't. She can't ride you, you're not gonna, you know, she's not gonna stick around, yeah. probably. I mean, and it's kind of sad to think about, but that is the the point of being with somebody, I think. Yeah. Is like, at least for me, my thing was being married to somebody I wanted to pass on my name. Right. You know, like, keep my name going so it doesn't die with me, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, too, that, like, I think that realistically that's a big problem with with all this stuff today with all the like dating apps and all that kind of thing is you know you're looking at somebody's face I'm not on any of those but I assume I assume just by like what I hear and what I've heard about those things like the swiping thing or whatever you know like they're just like a lot of these people I think are just looking for somebody to bang like right in the moment mm -hmm. when people used to date because they thought I might want to marry this person yeah and start a family like, I like this person for who she is, he is, whatever. So I think that it seems like it'd be a lot harder, but still. Well, it's like what uh, Odin's Men says on YouTube, like they've devalued the goods, you know, right. in the sense of like women want that man in shining armor now, even yeah. though they've been on 100 tender dates and been ran through 85 times. Right. And the guy's been doing the same thing. It's not putting everything on the woman. Right. But when the woman's like, why isn't he paying for all of my shit? Well, yeah. he can get it for free with one more swipe. Yeah, why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free? Exactly. Like, if he's going to have to put in all this effort to get you, when there's somebody that looks almost identical to you, one swipe over, who's just willing to bang him, why the fuck is he going to do all that work? Yeah, but see, my thoughts on all that, like, from what you just said, is like, if I, if, if that were my... If that were my situation right now and I was looking for a girl to date or whatever, you don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to walk around with some girl that every other, I mean, because, you know, like in a local area, if she's on like a local dating site or whatever, I want to walk around with some girl that everybody I walk by, every dude I walk by looks at her like, hey, I've seen her <laughs> naked or like walks up with her naked on his phone like, hey, this is you, right? You know, like. I mean, I, I can't see anybody doing that, but. I don't know. She was prolific enough, like famous enough on like Instagram or something I could see that happening yeah just running up out of the blue hey yeah here's your titties I mean think about it like alright think about it if you dated like a famous porn star or were married to one yeah, yeah. I mean I could see that if you if you went somewhere like I mean like super famous one if you went somewhere and 
every dude that saw her is like, like, oh yeah, it's like shit. I've been, I've been shaking the knuckle dice at you for a while. See, you know, like, I don't, I don't feel like they would walk up to her and be like, hey, I've been beating my meat to you every day since I was fifteen. They I do think, it to movie stars. I mean. Like, movie yeah, star, if he's trying to eat dinner or she's trying to eat dinner, people are like, can I get an autograph? Can I take a picture? That's different than saying, hey, I've seen your titties. All right, but if, she's, but if she's an adult movie star, they're yeah. not going to walk up. You you know where they saw her. I feel like, so I've seen... I'm not saying he'd walk up and be like, woo, and shake it out in her face. I'm just saying, like, you know where he saw her. If so you know she does that. I've seen a porn star in the wild before, right? So it was a very prolific porn star. And... It was at the airport right after boot camp. So, you know, I, they gave us the boner killing pills. I don't know if you had those. I heard that was a myth, but. No, no, no. It is a legitimate thing. I Saltpeter? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it like castrates you for like two months. But I could not. Anyways, different story. However, we've been off the pill yeah. <laughs> per se. For like a week now, we fucking see this very prolific porn star in the airport. She's walking around, yoga pants, big old fat, fake titties, like very revealing stuff on. And we're all just like, holy shit, that's so-and-so. I don't even remember the name of her, but pretty much everybody has seen her. You know, okay. she was one of those types. Just walking around, sunglasses on, you know, probably hung over. But all we did was, oh man, you see her? That's that's her. You know, that's so and so. We pull her up on the phone, whatever. It wasn't like, hey, hey, bitch, I seen your titties. Like, yeah. Well, obviously, I'm not saying that it would happen. All right, listen, we're we're going into like, just uh, we're arguing semantics here. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying that if that was my case, I wouldn't want to date a girl or marry a girl who's showing her asshole to everybody on the internet all the time. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, you I don't know, think it would happen like that. But yeah. I, it's got to happen some. That's what I mean. We're going back and forth with this because <laughs> I believe it's got to happen some. There's some crazy motherfuckers out there. There are, yeah. And I think there's like, it's a whole different kind of fan. If you're a movie star or an adult movie star, it's a whole different thing, I think. You know, like, people see a movie star and they're like, wow, lights and glitter and glamour and you know you're beautiful and you make all these amazing movies and then they see the other one they're like i watched you for 15 seconds you're amazing and your butthole looks dope so right see? which reminds me of the dollar general i went to today i didn't see no buttholes <laughs> talk about a segue holy shit i didn't see no buttholes sorry i spit on you no that, that caught me off guard uh but i was standing in line I went to go check out my little energy drink and stuff, you know. And she's like, man, I think I went to school with you. I just looked her right in the face. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, I, I think I did. I was like, there's no possible way you went to school with me. And I was willing to drop it right there, mm -hmm. you know. This is all the porn star has to do. Follow my lead, right? So I said, no, you didn't. There's no way you have. And I was willing to let it in. She kept digging. Mm -hmm. Like a dumbass, mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. just word salad. Right. I was like, "Did you go to school in Tennessee?" No. I was like, "Exactly." Point done. Yeah. There we go. You know, I felt like an asshole, but at the same time, I was like, "I tried to tell you." You know. Yeah. And it's the same thing. 
But if it had been you, you would have had to lie to her and just say, no, you didn't, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but all you, you have to say, do is no, say it with a straight face. No, you didn't. What? Yes, I... Yeah. Have you seen me on fucking YouTube on blank channel? And they'd be like, oh, no. Didn't think so. And then you move on. You know? I mean, I'm going to have to agree to disagree here because right. if you see well, Leonardo DiCaprio walk around, you're like, that's Leonardo. I know. I mean, I don't know. Gangers, dude. Yeah, there's some. Because she's but, like, I know I went to school with somebody that looked exactly like you. Maybe so. Your twin. I was like. Good to know. And then I called my mom. You know what she said? Eh, maybe. Do you have a twin? Is that what you asked her? No, no. Oh. I, was, I was like, and she's like, I was like, yeah, I mean, she was saying maybe I have a twin or a little brother or something. And she's like, eh, maybe. I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And she laughed. I was like, that does not give me... That happened today. So I'm still processing that. I think that, like, it'd be weird for your mom to say maybe. Like, I could understand, right? understand your dad. Well, I could understand my dad saying maybe. Like, Oh, I could definitely understand my dad saying maybe. But all those fucking heroin junkies. Yeah. Fuck. But Yeah. So, um, do you remember where we stopped before we got I into this? No like, idea. I think we should just start hitting them. People hitting what? Let's hear a... Just move on to the next fact? Yeah. So, he got his job as a communication engineer in a town north of Rostov-on-Don, is what the town was called. So, uh, he had an apartment, whatever. His young sister finished school and moved in with him. Then she got married to some other guy and moved in there, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, she decided to help her brother find a wife. Mm. Tatiana decided to help her brother find So... In 63, he married a woman named Fyodosia Odna... Fyodosia Odnacheva. Fyodosia Odnacheva. Yeah. Close. So, his sister introduced her to that chick, and I'm sure anybody that anybody that showed him the attention he was looking for, he probably stuck to, like, glue because of his, yeah. like, problems and his bullshit and whatever. Um, he... He... Oh, shit. He was, they were married after two weeks. After they met. Yeah. I, I heard that, like, she didn't care about his shyness and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She felt like it was, like, a good thing. He like, didn't drink and smoke. Yeah, and he was Which conserved. Was like, like, he wasn't up in your face, like, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, because he went blasting on vodka all the time, yeah. blowing cigarette smoke in your face, having so, cigarette sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> Shout out. But, so. uh... <laughs> Yeah, let's go. So yeah, but yeah, she was like, "Oh, I like this guy. He's not all up in my face. He's not super aggressive. He's kind of like meek and mild, and you know, he's kind of nervous to talk to me." Yeah. So she really liked that. And then he's like, "By the way, my fucking meat hammer doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's more like a chisel that is floppy. It's so more like a sock full of sand. Yeah, it's like a sock full of sand just banging around in there. And she's like, you know what? I can handle that. So he's like, fuck yeah, let's get married. Yeah, yeah said that the, their sex their sex life was minimal. So, like you said, once she was all right with that, once she once she accepted the fact that he wasn't going to get it up, uh, they they came up with a way for the to have a child. Oh, let's hear this. Um. He would ejaculate externally. If you, I mean, I know that's real scientific talk. <laughs> so he'd give her the old tummy gummy and push it, push it in with his fingers. So I mean, that's wanting to have a kid pretty bad. 
Yeah. If you're willing to like do that. So that's determination. Yeah. But in sixty five she had a daughter. Ludmila. And then Yeah. What? After this I found out that she started doing secret abortions. So he would keep doing it because he wanted a he wanted a big family. Yeah. So he would keep fucking softball pitching right. know, tender juice in her. Right. And she would have secret abortions just constantly. And being like, Well, I guess you're not getting it didn't her pregnant. Take. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to throw another pitch this way, you know. Yeah. And he would just keep doing it and she would just keep getting abortions because in her mind, she's like, This guy's a loser because he can't support like a big family, but he yeah. wants a big family. But she realized like we can't have a fucking family of forty on welfare. We need one one kid. One kid. Yeah. So she kept getting secret abortions. And he was just like She's lucky he wasn't she's lucky he wasn't that instead of being like, Well, I guess, you know, it's not working that he didn't like get a broomstick or something, like to feel like he wasn't a wooden spoon. Like he wasn't getting far enough up in there with his finger anymore. That he wasn't like, I gotta get something different. He should have no, never mind. So uh but but four years later, in nineteen sixty nine they had a son and they gave him the most Russian name ever. Ivan. Yuri. Well, okay. Ivan might be more oh. Russian than Yuri. I don't know. Anyways. Or Vladimir. Anyways, Yuri was I born. Vladimir. I know. So, um, he went back to university in in the Rostov, where he ended up being like the Rostov Red Ripper or whatever it was. So, mm. it might have been after the sun she started getting uh, abortions all the time. Oh, you think so? I think it was after the sun. I didn't hear that. I mean, I, I just maybe I just. Whatever I listen because to, then, they actually then get to that. Then their love life started to fade because, you know, oh, yeah. she's not getting the, the pulp. The vitamin so, D. The vitamin D. And uh, he's not getting his sexual gratification either because he's not out there fucking killing people. So their love life started to dwindle and they started having big problems. Yeah, it seems like, uh, seems like that would be quite the hurdle to jump. You know what? Your dick don't work, and you like to kill people. So, but he hadn't killed anybody up to this point. Yeah. So, but, anyways, he uh, he got a job managing sports activities. So you know he's like a, I think I think somewhere like that you're basically like a gym teacher or like a supervisor at the uh, Y. Yeah. I was about to say like a PE teacher. Yeah. So. He did that for a year, and then he decided to be a teacher of Russian language and literature in a town I can't pronounce. So it was called Novoshanktix. Novoshanktix. No, no, not no, no, Shanktix, no, no, no. but no, not Shanktix. It's actually called Novoshak. Novoshaktinks. Novoshaktinks. Yeah, something like that. But we should have my uh, brother on. He speaks Russian. Oh, so good. He could be like, oh yeah, it's this. Yeah. He's why dead. the fuck didn't we talk about that? We need to get him on. The yeah. second half of this. That way you can just pronounce shit. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, that... shut the fuck up. Now unmute yourself. All right. Is that? All right, good. That's a good idea. You read this word. So <laughs> we'll call him Jamie the whole time. So uh, he was kind of a shitty teacher because he was knowledgeable, but he was, you know, he couldn't discipline his class and they mocked him because he was like a, he was just kind of a pussy, you know, so 
Well, and in one of the towns, he he was getting mocked because he was impotent. Because one of the girls found out. Oh like, yeah, was, he tried was to dating talk him. to somebody about and, it, right? Well, he was dating her at the time, and she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Your dick don't Ernie. work." And he's like, "Yeah, I know." So they moved on from that. Well, like any young younger female would do. Hey. His dick don't work. So that spread around the entire town and he ended up having to leave that town due to embarrassment. And like, he was already shy around girls as it was. So for him to be shy around girls and everybody in your small little town knows that your dick don't work. Oh yeah. It's kind of hard to have game, you know, Yeah. in that sense. So that that was one of the times that he moved away because he's like, I just gotta fucking, I gotta try somewhere else. I gotta renew myself, you know. So I don't, um, I don't, I haven't run across where he got divorced yet. I don't know if that happened after he started all his bullshit. Because '69 was when he had the kid. Oh, and after that, uh, in May of 1973, is when he committed his first known sexual assault. Mm. And that was when he swam up on the 15-year-old girl. You heard about that one, right? No. So he so his first known sexual assault was one of his students, one of his pupils. Uh, he swam towards her and groped her breast and genitals, and then he fed the fish. So because she was trying to get away again, you know, like I'm, I'm sure that like at this point he was like, "There's a pattern here. If they don't want it, that's when I like want to give it to them." So. Well, because I heard, like, when he was a teacher, he would watch them in the, like, bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. In the locker rooms, watching them change. And, like, there was something like 30 allegations came out against him. And the school was like, no, 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 no. It's not happening. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. Like, it is. Look at all the people that are coming forward with this. No, it's not happening. Because communist Russia, you know, how well that worked. Uh, They just... We're like, well, he's a fucking teacher. You know, he wouldn't do that. So right. So just brush it off. Yeah, so, so yeah, like, at that at that time, I think things were a lot different. You know, like, it wasn't like, uh, like, a, like there could be a man in charge of a girl's dormitory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, you know, I want a female cop, that kind of thing. It was like, shut up, this is what we're doing. So, yeah, but it says now that that was one of his duties where he went, where he Work, the school he worked at boarded the students also. So one of his duties was to go in at night and make sure that the students were in their dormitories. So he'd roll up in there and just like blast up in there and try to catch them undressing and shit like that. So it like says by the mid-70s, his desire to view naked children, I don't know why it's funny, drove him to loiter around public toilets where he spied on young girls. And see... Here's the thing. This always goes back to our original idea. If you were to catch this motherfucker, like, I'm not going to give the exact number, but he had a bunch of fucking kills. Yeah. That's true. If you would have caught this motherfucker in the beginning, his first sexual assault of a child, and you just fucking, boom, you gulagged his ass, nobody would have died. I mean, obviously, communist Russia, a lot of people are going to fucking die. He wouldn't have killed anybody else. He wouldn't have killed anybody else. Or sexually assaulted since he hadn't killed anybody yet. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that was a 15-year-old girl. 
And then when he started like hanging out around the public bathrooms, and he would he would give the little girls chewing gum to try to talk to them. And they you know they're saying that uh, he's known to have sexually assaulted at least three girls that he was giving chewing gum to. So it's like a creepy dude hanging out at the playground trying to hand out candy. I mean, this is this always messes the van. Yeah. So. And people were just like, no, 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 no. it's not happening. It's a school. Our teachers don't do that. Is communist Russia? Yeah. So then, he, so then he was getting a bunch of uh, complaints from students about his bullshit. You know, like his busting in the rooms and probably, like he locked one of the girls in the classroom. Yeah. So, yeah. So he, yeah. He, all right. So he molested the fifteen-year-old girl when they were swimming, and then month, uh, not like not even years, but like months later, he sexually assaulted and beat another teenage girl that he had locked in his classroom. And. He would also, one of the things that got a lot of attention stirred up yeah. was he would masturbate at his desk. Yeah. Like, and he was he never would, disciplined for any of it. He would walk around, like, rubbing his shit through his pants. Yeah. And, like, he'd be jacking off at the beginning of, or at, not at the beginning, I don't know what part of class it was. <laughs> but First at the thing. front of the class, he'd just be fucking. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I don't like that. Let's report it. Yeah. And. Yeah, he wasn't disciplined for either of the incidents with the the 15-year-old girl or locking the girl in his classroom. And it says, or for the occasions in which fellow teachers observed him fondling himself in the presence of students. How is... Like, communist Russia was just like... Talk about turn the blind eye. Yeah. Seriously. Don't make... I think... But you know what? A lot of that was probably don't make waves. Yeah, I mean, like, Like, fucking this piece of shit's at it again, but... I'm not going up there and like causing a ruckus because then they're all going to know my name for going up there and being like, hey. Yeah. And Chikatilo's down there. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know his name. So you and you, all of your family, go to the yeah, gulag. Choking the Chikatilo down there in class. So, uh, so yeah, he did the thing with Chikatilo. the gum. Yeah, he did, <laughs> choking the Chikatilo. He did the, he did the thing with the gum to, to at least three girls, they say. And then, so he's getting a lot of complaints. The director of the school summoned him and told him he could either quit or be fired. That he had a choice. So and right after that, so he bounced and got another job as a teacher. Yep, right down the street. Yep. He just fucking ah oh, well. It's just like we we're talking about with the cops, how they didn't have like yeah, yeah. the police unions don't let them report yeah why so they, they could got just fired. go right next like. Right yeah. next city. Town over. You know, just being like, all right, well, instead of having to drive seven miles to work, now I have to drive nine miles yeah. to work. And there you go. You got your job back. Yeah, so I was about to say, like I said the other night when we were talking about or last night, whenever it was, those towns that I'm talking about were all within 15 miles of each other where those cops would work. It's like, damn it, now I have a five-minute longer drive. Yeah. This sucks. Or sometimes closer to home. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so he, he quit that job, got another job at the next school, and then they had staff cutbacks in 1978, so he was kicked out of that place, and then he found another teaching job at, at a very prestigious sounding place, technical school number 33. Like, they were like, uh, that's, you know, Vladimir Putin University, that's Stalin, you, that one's just number 33, I'm fucking tired of naming these places, so... That was They're in the town. That college. was in the town of Shakati. Shakati. Shakata. So, 
it's a coal mine town, whatever. But it was still close to that roast stop place, so he, he had like an area going, you know. Yeah. I mean? He wasn't going to go too far. He's then, a homebody, uh, per se. So he quit teaching in 1981. So this this dude's like, it, it sounds so long ago when you start talking about this and seeing all the black and white pictures or whatever, yeah. but 81. That was only 41 years ago. 42? Something like that. Um, but he was he, he quit teaching because of complaints of child molestation from pupils of both sexes. So now there's boys and girls involved. And we haven't even gotten to the murders yet. We're we close. haven't even covered any murder yet. I, th- I think we're actually getting close to a good place to like to shut it down. To shut it down because if we start like murders are coming up. Yeah, I don't want to cover any murders yet. Yeah. Like I mean, we're we're 1978 is where he got his last teaching job. Uh 81's when he quit teaching, but 78's when the first one happened. Which is so we're right there. I think uh probably should call it cuz yeah. if we start breaking into these things. There's this might be a, a three-part lot. episode. There's a lot of killing that goes on. And What's crazy, I think we can talk about, like, his general killings. Like, All right. The killings that he does is crazy, because usually killers will go, like, a year, two yeah. years, three years, maybe six months, whatever. This guy was just like, I'm in town, so yeah. fuck it. Yeah. What's a couple bodies? Like, he just, he did not give a fuck. No. When he got to that point, he did not give a fuck. It was like and, uh, killing somebody every time you go to the grocery store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, i got to run out of the house for a few minutes. Stab, stab. Or squirt, squirt. However, you yeah. know. And he's just like, all right. Chokey, chokey, time whatever. To come back. Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot something. Go and kill another person. Like, he was just so... Almost like the saying goes, like, matter-of-factly. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, I'm in town, so might as well. Yeah. It was just... Just like emotionless... Yeah, so I was saying it's like going to the grocery store, or just yeah. like oh, I'm out, might as well stab somebody while I'm out, or stomp them, or choke them, or whatever. And the way the USSR handled this, yeah, was so shitty. Like yeah. the way that they just tried to, nah, whatever, shit's happening, shit's going down. Like people say we need police reform and shit, like, <laughs> and we do. I mean, yeah, sure. Always. You you can never have a very perfect system. That'll never happen. You no. always have to work on it. So, but you always should be working on it. Something exactly. Like that. But to compare that to our police, yeah, like holy fuck, it's two totally different levels of. And that's what I heard this guy talking about. Is he was just like, you know, we complain about so much shit. That when you look in the big scope of it, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, this guy grew up eating grass, sticks, and, like, mud for some flavor, you know? And we're like, God, I really don't like zucchini, you know? But we have the options of just going to a grocery store where fucking hundreds and thousands of options are readily available. With government money a lot of times. Yeah. Free money. Like, God, I just... Steak again. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Longhorns. But the price rose again. Fucking 20 cents. Yeah, inflation sucks dick. 
but at least we got fucking vegetables. I know. We can still we buy got, new trucks. Yeah. We can still and we buy can, our wife a new car. I mean, and we, we can, can buy new underwear that. for $15 a pair. Like, well, we still have... <laughs> I bought a pair. I'm actually wearing these. These shits are comfy as fuck. They're good, aren't they? These are, uh, this episode's also sponsored by a pair of thieves underwear. Yeah, if you haven't tried them, go try them. Change your life. It will change your life. You can wear them for like four days in a row and they won't stretch out. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I'm at work. What do I worry about what it smells like? <laughs> Just roll in here with the same stank I left out at. That at least it won't be all stretched out. <laughs> still fit and keep everything in the right place but yeah go ahead it's just like our uh our compadre here that we're talking about nobody was ever stretched out by this guy hey oh <laughs> any closing thoughts joe rogan joe rogan joe rogan joe rogan joe rogan joe rogan the email's coming sir well that's gonna be it from us here at the greasy knuckles podcast remember if you're gonna get greasy go knuckles deep that's right holy shit what is that what the fuck Get ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.